this next episode of Hattrick Hockey is brought to you by Direct Electric, serving the Windsor-Essex County area for all your electrical needs. Call 519-796-8913. That's Direct Electric. And what is going on, everybody? It is episode number 47 of Hat Trick Hockey, which is always brought to you by our good friends over at GL Heritage, the official beer of Hat Trick Hockey. If you like our shirt here, my shirt, my hat, Rob's hat, if you like those, you can just go to our page, click on Shop Now. We'll bring you right into our merch store to check out all the latest and latest and greatest merch from the boys here. This being episode number 47 is the Alexander Radulov edition. He's played 400, 453 games. He's got 140 goals, 206 helpers, 346 points. Here's a stat that jumped out to me about him and his eight-year career in the league. Rob, he's a plus 82. Wow. So that's pretty good. That that's that kind of jumped out at me. And that's Rob there, everybody. Bring in Rob. What's up, dude? What have you been doing? Working on the deck or what? Oh, exhausted. Where can I miss these deck? Put in a pool like what two weeks ago? Yeah. Uh, a friend of ours, Layton, started building the deck Friday. Mm-hmm. No, Saturday. Put in all the posts or something. Yeah. And then framed it in today, and we were putting on deck boards. We we're almost we're three quarters of the way done. Nice. So that'll be yeah. all done so- uh, tomorrow, probably. Oh, he's, he said he's staying and finishing it tonight. Oh, okay. Well, then that's so, fucking even, that's even better. He I pretty guess. much guaranteed Misty two days, mm-hmm. and he's uh, he's a man of his word. It was pretty yeah. impressive. Damn, that's crazy, dude. Some guys just have it. You yeah. know what I mean? They can just do it. Just workhorses. It's crazy. <laughs> um, that kid so, is a workhorse. I'll tell you that. So last night we were. Uh, we were out at our friend's house there. We were sitting out on his patio, which Nate, obviously, you know. And uh, you ever have one of those nights where you like you don't plan on getting just wrecked, but it, but it happens, like it just happened type deal. So never, never happened to me. Yeah. So that's what happened to me last night. So I ended up, I drank like almost a whole bottle of Pink Whitney, bro. I was dead this morning i was on the ir today so shout out to my wife who like gave me the day off today because fucking i was on the ir so uh oof. i finally about maybe an hour hour and a half ago i just started to feel normal and it's almost nine o'clock now on on sunday night <laughs> so whew, rough night so that kind of reminds me like why i'm not like a heavy drinker or i could i could used to be able to just smash beers just crush them i think ever since like uh covid and stuff hit and we couldn't really do anything it's like i'm not playing ball i'm not playing hockey i think i kind of lost the tolerance <laughs> but i got to be a better drinker yeah. if that was possible <laughs> but we'll jump into the hockey. yeah <laughs> we'll jump into the hockey here let's just let's just fucking address it now rob what the fuck is happening with the leafs and the habs like, Terry Price. Yeah, like, yeah, I know. He's amazing. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> that guy's won him all three games. Here's the thing, though. The, like past, they, two, they... the past two games that the Habs have won in overtime, did you notice that it was kind of – it was turnovers at the blue line? Yeah. 
You know, Thurman, I mean? all, all he needed to do was chip the puck out yeah. off the boards, and he would have been fine. Pass. But I, I what he was thinking. I was I couldn't could not believe it. So that was the second game in a row, ended in freaking overtime. There was a stat today that somebody posted that Toronto is 0-7 in the past seven like series clinching games. Toronto's 0-7. That's second worst in NHL history. So I'm hoping, Rob, for you, for you know, like you, like you're a diehard. My in-laws are diehards. My uncle Barry's a diehard. For guys like you and them and a few of my friends and stuff, I want Toronto to win. Okay, I really do. I would like to see them win for all for all of you guys. For everybody else, the ones that don't really watch hockey and they just talk shit about the wings and their lease fans, I hope Carey Price gets a fucking shutout for those guys. <laughs> but for you guys, I'm hoping that that Toronto does because I would like to see Toronto go fucking Winnipeg. That would be good because well, I think the, the, if the Habs go through, they're going to kill Montreal. There, there's assholes both ways, right? Like. Mm-hmm. There's Red Wing fans that fucking just bleed red and hate blue. There's uh, Maple Leaf fans that bleed blue and fucking hate red. Yeah. Like, it, it is what it is. But you dicks that have been texting me, they, I didn't hear a word from you when they went fucking, when they won the first game, that's all I heard. Yeah. But then when they, course, they, yeah. they won the next three, I didn't hear a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and then they win the other night and all yeah. oh, my phone blows up. Yeah. And they're like, oh, Gary, we're going to win. You guys suck. Blah, Aren't blah, you blah. glad I'm they not don't that get guy. Game seven. And then I started thinking about Toronto and their game sevens. And I'm like, ah. Yeah. And you're playing Gary. So, that being said, I, I, I don't know where uh, Marners and Matthews have been. Yeah, they're, they're, I think they're both plus two mm-hmm. and they haven't allowed a regular uh, strength goal. Yes. Uh, against their line, but they both got four points or four goals. Uh, Matthew's got four goals. Marner's got four points. They're plus two, both of them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I I just, uh, I don't understand what's going on. Like, I, I don't understand Matthew's not being, there, being able to bury the puck. What? One thing I did about uh, Toronto is they're not taking away Carey Price's vision. They're standing off to the side trying to make that tip. And, you know, how often does that tip actually go in? You know, like block him, tip it between your legs, do whatever the fuck you got to do. But they're not doing it. Joe Thornton, where are you? You're standing beside the net. This is why we signed you. (laughs) You have the biggest ass in the NHL. Get it in Kerry's face. Mm -hmm. You know, Wayne Simmons, same thing. I, I don't I don't see them in front of the net like they should be. Yeah. I, I just I don't understand it. Yeah, they need to get in Carey's face there. Challenge him, you know what I mean? If 9.9 times out of 10, if he sees the shot, he's going to stop it. You right. have to make him the perfect him, shot to beat him. Bro, I'd be giving him pink eye. He'd have pink eye every fucking <laughs> He'd just game. He'd be farting the whole My time. My ass would be so close to his face. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. Yeah, they got to get – they got to – get their shit together toronto too so the leafs reached out to the um government to try to get to where like nurses and frontline workers who are fully vaccinated in to watch the game at scotia bank right so they were that trying to awesome do that. for them 
they were trying That's to do it idea. and the government fucking government kibosh it they shut it down so doug ford you're a fucking asshole when it comes to that because these people busted their ass this whole pandemic put themselves on the line separated th themselves from family spent long hours at work fucking and you say no to them going into fully vaccinated you're fucked. That's all I'm going to say. That's and, a great idea. I love that idea. They, yeah. And they should get treated with something like that. They should. But, you know, Doug Ford has no problem fucking crushing tin bits and drinking his fucking double doubles and eating his ham and eggers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's. I thought that that was complete bullshit. So I was I was like, are you kidding me right now? Like, that's horseshit. Of fully vaccinated. Well, why does Quebec get to do it? Why, why would Quebec get to do it? No clue, bro. Because their their province didn't their province have more than we did? I think so. If I stand, correct me if I'm wrong. I think so. I think so. But yeah, so the Leafs tried to get all the frontline workers in there to to watch the game, but of course they kiboshed it. So yeah, I don't want to get Jeez, too no, political on here, but Doug Ford, you're an asshole. So, anyways, we'll move on. <laughs> We'll move on. So some of these series, dude. So last time we talked, I believe the uh, the Carolina-Nashville series was still going on, correct? So Carolina beat out Nashville. They now will go with the Lightning. They've already played a game, too, I believe, as well. I think the Lightning are up one nothing now already, obviously, right? So... Two, two of these two of these series will have two games played already before yeah. Toronto plays their when Toronto plays their game seven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tampa Bay beat Carolina two to one, and also the Boston Islanders series. So the Islanders knocked off Crosby and the Pens. So they started against Boston today. So they played today. It was uh, it was a five two Boston win. But you said Boston looked like Boston was dominant, right? Boston's. Yep. Who do you think is going to win that series, Rob? And games Boston. too. How many? Five. I was going to say the fucking same thing, dude. Five games. I think the Islanders will win one. But Boston's just looking good right now, man. They got everything going. The team who scares me right now, and they're actually playing right now as we speak, is the Colorado. Because I have Las Vegas to win the Stanley Cup, and they got matched up with Colorado. So it's not that fucking wagon, dude. Yeah, it's scary right now. So if for some reason, too, Leonard's playing game game one, but I don't know. I would imagine they're up 2-0. So I would say next game, probably, I would say they're probably going to go back to Marc-Andre Fleury, I would assume. But they look like they're sitting back, like they're almost shocked because Colorado's super big. They're super fast, right? So I think Vegas is just shocked like, as to what's going on right now. Like, whoa, these guys can be big and fast. So they're all over them. So is it Rantanen? Is that how you say it? Rantanen? So him and Landeskog have scored the goals so far. I got it on here. Did you see Rantanen's goal? Yeah. Well, you said it was a backhander, didn't you? backhander from like just like the hash marks yeah on the on the on the boards oh and over top of his shoulder and, and i was like uh what <laughs> i look what happened 
Yeah, it's. Well, when we're done, this, I want to go back to Toronto. Okay, like I, there's a few more things that I wanted to yeah, add sure. to that. So let's do it. Um, I, 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 I think that series is going to go seven. There's no way you count Vegas out. Like, would I love to see them leave? Uh, get bounced? <laughs> yes. Just so you don't win that money. <laughs> no, uh, it's beer. That beers. Those yeah. beers. Um, but yeah, uh, Flurry is 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 your number one goalie. Like, I, I don't understand why you're mm. like Anderson's not going to get a, a shot for Game Seven. You know, like I don't understand why you would start. You know, unless there's something wrong with him, I don't yeah, know. Uh, oh, I don't think so. I don't think so, man. That just doesn't make sense to me. Did they or when? When was the? When was their last game? Was there? Was the, let me check it out here real quick, because their last game could have been maybe too close, and they wanted to give them a little bit of a rest. Maybe they're Four they wrapped up. Ago? They uh, they wrapped up on Friday, so he should have been okay today. I don't know. I'll guarantee you, Flurry was ready to go. Oh, 100 percent, hundred percent. Put the ready. house on it. Um, when it comes to Game Seven, there for Montreal, Toronto. If you had guess, throw me a score. Obviously, by the time you guys hear this, it's going to be because we're recording Sunday night. So. We're gonna throw out a score right now, both of us here, and we'll see uh, see who gets the closest. I mean, it's gonna be tight again because mm. Carey Price. You know what mm. I mean? Like, uh, so I'm gonna go three two. Three two. Mike Polino had a lot to say about the slow start on uh, mm. Toronto too. Right? Like just not coming out, and and I get it that you were in Montreal and they had the fans and mm -hmm. whatever, but. Honestly, Toronto fans, and I'm not saying this to be an asshole or I'm not to whatever, but like, you guys should be worried, man. You I'm worried. I, mean? I would I, be. You know, I got I got money, beers, and all kinds of shit riding on this. <laughs> like, so, I didn't think Montreal was going to be a problem. Neither did but I. But it seems like Toronto again. We're not built for the playoffs. Like Gold I tenders. get it. Matthews Matthews is leading the team in hitting. Now, what the fuck is that? Yeah. You got Simmons. You picked up Simmons and Felino. You have enough other guys that, like, uh, 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 Bojeman, uh, mm -hmm. like, you know, Dermot. Why are they not burying these guys? You got Corey Perry probably leading in hits on Montreal. Mm -hmm. He scored yesterday, You too. know, I, I don't get it. And I feel bad for Jack Campbell. As he let in a couple soft goals, I'd say only a couple. But didn't you build this team to go win 5-2, 5-3? Yeah. And, and where are you? Got to shoot you know, the puck, I, boys. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of impressed with Nylander. He has, he has four goals. But if you watch him through a game, it's either all or nothing. It all depends on where he gets the puck, if he's going to go. You know, like I, I, I see him getting too many times the, the puck going to the corner and he'll let that other guy go in first instead of, you know, Mitch Marner go in the corner before anybody else and get hammered. But, mm. you know, like it's the fucking playoffs. Everything's out the window. You know, you're making millions of dollars to put the puck in the net. You know, people, people tell me he's a 30 goal scorer. When? 
When is he going to start fucking doing that? Yeah. I'm so disappointed in this team right now. Like, and, and I get it to Varys. That fucking hurts so bad. Yeah. But you have a much, there's much more players on that team that you could take care of this. Mm-hmm. And they're not. It's almost yeah. like they're still devastated about Tavares. I seen I seen Tavares show more emotion up in the crowd than, than the guys on the team. Oh, I know it's nuts. Man. So it's nuts. they got to come out fucking wheeling. And and I didn't like uh, that Sandine getting ousted for Dermot. I yeah, he was a minus two, but that kid moves the puck very well. He's a very good defenseman. He's very fast. He makes really good plays, but you know, like, was it was it his fault that he gave up the puck? No, not 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 his not on his minus two. Mm-hmm. He didn't have anything to do with it. I didn't think, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I I'm just uh, I'm I'm fucking beside myself right now. I'm saying it's going to be two to one, and it's going to end. I my mom and I we were just shooting the shit there just before we hopped on the air here, and she's like, "I have a feeling it's going to go to overtime," and I was kind of thinking that too. So I'm going to say it's going to be, it's going to be game seven overtime, and honestly, flip a coin. <laughs> In that overtime that they just played, the shots were like fifteen three. Like they were all over him. They dude. were putting it to him, but Carey Price. I have to give so much credit to Carey Price, and I do not understand these Montreal fans that say, we need to get rid of him. He doesn't have it anymore, blah, blah, blah. That rest was huge. You have two goalies there, two first-string uh, goalies there mm-hmm. that can both t- take over the team. But I didn't see them going, you know, one, 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 one. Carey Price is a little bit older. Do I want him in the playoffs? A hundred percent. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So, I don't know. Interesting. So, buckle up, Leaf fans. Buckle up. The um, first first text I get for that fucking game, they're getting bottled. <laughs> Just hope that it's a Toronto win. So, Toronto fans, it's good luck, man. Good luck. Oh, and I got a list too. for all you. Habs fans, too. Good too. luck. I wish my team was in the playoffs. I do. I miss playoff hockey. Now, I, I haven't had it in four or five years now, right? So, it sucks, man. It sucks not seeing the wings well, in the I don't, I don't think you're going to have it for another two or Probably, three. I'm, I'm thinking you're right on track. Um. So, on that note, let's flip over to our interview here. So, Essex, we brought in, uh, we brought in the big man this week. We got... Dave Sternbauer on with us today. So he's a Rob's smiling already. Dave is a beauty. You guys will fucking love this interview. We had a great time. We were giggling the whole time. So uh everybody enjoy Essex. Here he is, the big guy, Dave Sternbauer. Roll it. Delta. Well, Essex. We've had several requests for this man. We finally tracked him down. He's been brought up several times on this show. So he's played 160 games here for the threes. He's got 52 goals, 76 assists, 128 points, sorry, 523 minutes in the box. Probably one of the toughest guys to wear that shirt. Mr. Dave Sternbauer. Dave, what's up, buddy? 
Hey, thanks guys. Thanks for having me on. How's everything going, man? Uh, life's good. You know, uh, the new normal here with COVID. Trying to uh, trying to uh, get through my days, just hanging out with my uh, my family and uh, working from home these days. But um, no, things are good. How do you, you know, like working from home? Oh, uh, it's yeah. I'm I'm a little tired of it actually. To be honest, <laughs> I want to I want to be back uh, back in the office, get out of the house. Not that uh, I don't love my family, but uh, four young girls under the age of ten can be uh, quite the uh, quite the uh, crowd behind you when you're in meetings <laughs> oh wow you're a busy guy eh yeah yeah ever <laughs> since the ever since the playing days uh, my life has changed changed paths and uh yeah i've gone a, gone a different direction so well speaking okay. of, you got a beautiful background there what are you living in free fort say that again sorry i said you got a beautiful background there what do you live in a tree fort yeah, I live uh, live in the woods. You know, I'm uh, I'm a hometown uh, boy from Essex, farmer. You gotta live in the uh, live in the boonies, right? So I, I got uh, I got some trees in the back of the yard. Here. I'm actually living in Amherstburg since uh, 2017 now, so uh, enjoying this area. Didn't know much about Amherstburg. I just knew Essex growing up, but uh, no, it's a beautiful town. Love it, Aberg. It's a good place to be. Mm -hmm. it, it is a beautiful town. A lot a lot of uh, history there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So you uh, grew up actually playing here in town, right? In Essex, yes. Yeah, ever since, uh, I guess, three, four years old, put on the skates and, uh, you know, all the way through uh, travel hockey into uh, junior hockey, played, right. uh, played in Essex. Were you always, like, way bigger than everybody else? Uh, yeah, for sure. I was, uh, I was always a tall kid. Um, always towering over uh, other kids in my uh, my school and, and in, in, in hockey. So it's uh, obviously one of the big advantages I had was my my height reach. I was never a, a fast skater by any means, but uh, yeah, growing up, I uh, I guess I was one of maybe the big guys that had some talent with with hands. Not too many of us that have that, but uh, yeah, no, enjoyed uh, enjoyed the, the size as much as I could and did what I can. Who the hell is going to knock you off the puck at, at that size, <laughs> right? Like, who? who? <laughs> not too many guys. Not too many guys. So, so you're, you're like the size of Chara. Uh, not quite. Chara is, uh, what is he, 6'11 or so? He, uh, he's got five five inches on me. But, I think uh, Chara's like 6'9, isn't he? Or maybe 6'9, yeah. He, uh, he's got a few inches on me. What um, are you, Dave? Six six, just well, just a shade under six six. So. Maybe these days, these days I've probably shrunk that with age. But uh. <laughs> Dave, I'm a shade under six six. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it. I can see it. He's like, I can, yeah. I can see it. He says, <laughs> "That's hilarious." Yeah. Um, so, like, so how old were you when you first got your look from from the uh, junior squad here? Junior hockey, I uh, I first started playing when I was 15. So I was just, uh, what is that, Bantam, Bantam minor or so. I uh, got the call up, and I remember my first game. It was against uh, against Kingsville. And I don't remember who the player was from Kingsville, but uh, I think it was my first shift, first or sec second shift. It was an eye-opening experience. I 
you know, I was maybe six four at the time, two twenty or so. So I wasn't as uh, the solid or the solid as I am now. But uh, went out there, you know, kept skating around, tried to you know play some physical presence. And I remember one guy just speared me right, right in the balls, and oh. it, it hurt. And I remember I was like, okay, well, welcome to junior hockey. You know, you know this shit didn't happen in, in travel and. You know, it was kind of an open experience and uh, maybe get a little uh, little aggressive, I guess, uh, in the coming days, in the coming year. So you got to you gotta protect yourself, you know. So so you probably no, fought right after that, right? No, I didn't fight when I was 15, though. Uh, that first, first uh, I, that was towards the end of the year when I, when I oh, got okay. up. But uh, the next year is when, uh, the year when I started playing with uh, full-time with the threes and that's uh, the the year we won the Great Lakes Junior C Championship, and uh, yeah, that was a fun year. Great, great bunch of guys. Good camaraderie, camaraderie. Sorry, yeah. with uh, with the team, and um, yeah, I remember as as a kid, 15, 16 years old, going fighting guys that you hear like you know Dean Mayran and a couple other big you know big heavyweights. It, it was it was fun. Had a lot of. <laughs> A lot of a lot of bruises and I remember some loose teeth and stuff like that. But no, it, it was fun. You know, I'm like <laughs> farmer playing hockey. That's that's what we live for, right? Toughest ones. Yeah. Well, isn't that isn't that all we got from this town? Is just tough farm farm boy. You know what I mean? Like the the county. Yeah, that's sure. where they we, we produce them. That's that's for sure. Yeah, we. Uh, I don't know what it is in the uh, in the soil or the chemicals that they spray on the crops or what it is. But, uh, yeah, we uh, we for sure they've uh, had a good crowd uh, for for many years. Mm-hmm. Man, Dave, I, I, lo- I loved you in Game of Thrones. Yeah, <laughs> I never watched it, but uh, I can imagine you're talking about Thor or one of those guys. The, the mountain, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was wondering, I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> In Game of Thrones, there was this guy called the Mountain, and he was the biggest man known to men, mm-hmm. and just crush everybody. Yeah, I've skull had, crush. I just skull uh, crush it. I've had people call me uh, what is it, Drago from Rocky, the big uh, what is it, the big box or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I never, I've never had Mountain. I guess back in that day, uh, uh, the Mountain wasn't around. I guess in the early two thousands. No, so, it wasn't. So, like, what about when you had your first, like, real, like, hockey fight, like, where it was like, I am could be very good at this? Well, I, I would say my first fight was, uh, I fought before playing junior hockey um, and travel hockey. wasn't very often, obviously, because uh, you get suspended for more games. But I, I remember fighting in, uh, was it, under-16 camps and... Uh, some of the uh, AAA competitive uh, leagues in the summer that I, I played in there. And I remember um, there was one uh, one fight that I had. I think it must have been in Moortown. We were playing the Talbot Trailblazers. I don't know if you guys have heard of them. Yeah. And um, we we were the – I was playing for Middlesex at the time or something like that. But anyways, um, Steve Bedard, big, big dude. I don't know if you have ever heard of him. He solid. He was probably about maybe – couple inches shorter than me but just thick and solid guy that guy was a true mountain I remember him um he got into a little tussle uh with someone and I came in to help him uh because he was I don't know he had maybe a couple guys on 
And we, we both went at it and we, we probably took three or four guys in, in, in the, in their uh, line that was out there, just, just pounding away, throwing, throwing back and forth. And at the end of the, we're back in the, uh, in the dressing room and Steve was looking at me. He's like, he's like, Oh shit. He's like, I'm in big trouble. Like my mom's going to kick the shit out of me. If I put what she hears out about this. And I said, dude, I said, we just kick someone's ass. Like just, you know, be thankful you didn't kick your ass. So yeah. like, it's all good, you know. And from there, you know, I a good fight here and there is great. You know what I mean? It gets the adrenaline pumping and uh, going, and uh, gets the uh, the temple for the team and uh, for the fans and whatnot. But you know, I I would say back in my younger days, I, I fought you know when I wanted to, when I when I needed to. Mm-hmm. My older time when I was playing, you know, into my late uh, teens and twenties. No one would ever fight me because, uh, you know, at that time I was the old guy around yeah. and uh, they would go after my brother, if anything. And my brother would step up the challenge. He had, he had no uh, worries from that standpoint. So, so yeah, I, uh, younger, I, I grew, uh, grew learning fast to uh, defend yourself and, and uh, square away with guys. And, you know, I never shied away from anyone. And uh, yeah, it's funny, you know, when you're young, you, you have to prove a point when you're old. When you try to prove a point, no one wants to fucking touch you. <laughs> just they just want to look the other way, and unless you get a, yeah, like a blackbird who just fucking just loves fighting and throwing bows and does nothing else but doing that. But um, at the same token, I you know I was trying to win a game, so I had to play smart. Mm-hmm. Now, do, do you? Uh, your your that's your brother Jimmy, right? Yeah, Jim's two years younger than me. He's uh, he played junior C for I think four years or so, and uh, he played two or three years with me. So yeah, we, he was uh, he was a scrappy guy. He probably had, if anything, I get, he would be more aggressive than me. I would say he he just loved to hit. He loved to, to be physical in corners. He probably didn't have the uh, offensive hands as I did, but he uh, he made up for it for his uh, physical play in the game. And that's uh, that's one of the things that a lot of people remember about him too. How tall is he, Dave? He is, uh, I would say, about six one. So he's probably six one. He he probably two. He's probably two ten, two twenty. Still though, man, that's two fucking big boys running around the ice, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, Imagine he, that grocery bill. Oh, yeah, the, just wreaking havoc on. Junior C hockey playing on the same team. Like your parents yeah. must have loved you. Yeah, they kept you fed. <laughs> they did. They kept us well fed. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> that's for sure. Good old mom's cooking. Now, um, now Matt Rideout said he was the toughest on the team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did did he did he did you ask him if he ever challenged me in a fight? No, I didn't. I, I'm just making shit up. He never said that. <laughs> well, you know what? Right I was trying to get a little controversy going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, there's no controversy. Right? Great guy. He, he talked very highly of you. He's a great guy. Yeah, yeah. No, he's definitely – him and his brother are definitely good guys. Uh, Matt's uh, – yeah, he is one tough cookie. That's one guy. For his size, for his height, he, he could take on the biggest guy. He would hands down – give that guy, you know, whether he he kicked the shit out of him or he was, you know, throw for throw was, was with him, he, he he competed every time. There, there was no scare in him. He 
going in the corners. He he loved that shit. That's that's what he thrived for, you know. And um, yeah, he he was a great player for us uh, over the years. And um, yeah, well, he's Smart a guy. good tank, good hockey man. player. His brother too. His brother. He just he just. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was gonna say his brother Mark is even even a yeah bigger guy than than Matt. But both of those guys tough cookies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Matt, Matt just said that he, you're lucky he, you were on his team. That's all he <laughs> Rob just oh, trying to said. stir shit up. Did you ask him about tryouts at uh, Bulldogs camp? No. No? Oh, okay. You got to tell us. You got to leave it on the story. <laughs> well, Mark, Mark was coaching. He was helping out. I think he was playing for the Spitz at the time, and he was helping out with the, the Bulldogs training camp, and, and Matt was – was on the other team and uh <laughs> mark was telling me he's like hey you gotta you gotta go fight that guy over there i had no idea it was his brother and, <laughs> and i didn't know mark at all at the time too i just knew he was coaching up and uh yeah at the time you know i was i was like yeah sure you gotta you gotta make uh you might you gotta make a difference right you gotta get the, the, the coach's eye and whatnot so you know try to play physical play he was he was you know physical you know hitting in the corner and stuff like that, asked him to go, he wouldn't go. He wouldn't go. I think Mark was egging him on to go, but Mark, he he told Mark, he's like, no fucking way, this guy's too big. I'm not, uh, I'm not <laughs> taking it. But, uh, yeah, we still remember to the day, he, uh, tough guy, tough guy. Fucking Mark, nice guy. I eh? sending a big guy out to <laughs> beat decision, no. to Good decision. Nice guy. That's no, fucking hilarious. But, yeah, Mark's. I mean, he's like that. You know, he, he's, he's looking out for his brother at the same token. He wants to make his brother better, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, which you got to respect. So I appreciate, appreciate well, that. Well, if you listen if you listen to the story, Dave, when uh, Mark was on, or yeah. Matt was on, he was like, uh, yeah, my brother taught me how to fight. You know, he brought me down the basement, told me I needed a wider foot stance, and, you know, my feet were yeah. too close together, and I was getting knocked around, and, you know, and he goes, the next thing you know, stop putting your head down. Stop putting your head down. I put my head down. I woke up on the basement floor looking up at the ceiling. <laughs> I go upstairs. My brother's eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And <laughs> what happened? You put your head down. I believe that. I believe that. Those those two would go at it, I'm quite sure. And, uh, I mean, they, like you said, he's teaching them a lesson, right? So mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they, they still go at it. Oh, for I sure. Think. They still got that uh, that instinct in them, for sure. Yeah. Hey, who was that one guy that you just had an absolute slugfest with? Just like toe to toe. I would say over my years, it would probably be uh, Luke from uh, Luke Blackbird from from Wallsburg. And that would have been in, uh, at my older years because I think at that time there wasn't really much fighting going on in my later years. Like I said, no one's really challenging me. But uh, I don't know if you know uh, Luke. He's He's probably, I think he's my age, man. And I remember we would go toe to toe. I think the, the longest fight I've ever had was with him in, in Wallsburg. And we had to have gone for, um, you know, there's that one fight that uh, Bob Crowbert had in his day. Where they McSorley? Just, McSorley, yeah. yeah. Where it felt like that, where we were just going back and forth. And we, we somehow got tied up after, I don't know, going 30, 40 seconds, just back and forth. And we started going back at it again. And it was it was just a marathon. And it felt like an eternity. And uh, that guy, I mean, you could hit him 
15 times it wouldn't make a death a guy's melon he was uh i mean that's that's what that's what he was there for was fighting right so mm-hmm. but uh couldn't couldn't skate couldn't shoot and do anything else but man that guy could fight um no those guys uh luke was a tough guy luke was real tough i respect him for that but uh and it, it was it was funny like right at the beginning of the game very first shift they sent their their coach would send him out right next to me line up he's like stern by ready to go i'm like i'm not going for a shift like i'm, I'm gonna get kicked out of the game and uh and be out for a shift hell no yeah. so uh third period comes around we're up i don't know two three goals i said you ready to go and he looks at me he's like hell no i'm like what are you talking about this is too late in the game he's like i'm, I'm exhausted how the hell am i supposed to fight you at the end of the game <laughs> um, yeah no we uh we we had our turns for sure well, you, you, you can't go in the first period because it's it's Rideout's turn to start the showers. <laughs> so he, he said he was infamous for starting the showers, making sure all the wa- water was warm for the yeah, boys. Yeah, for sure. That was, his, that was his second job. First, Well, sorry, his third job. His first job was to keep the uh, the puck out of the net. Second was to, uh, to turn, uh, I guess, you know, make some uh, production out of his offensive skills. And the third was turning the shower on, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Hey, I seen 98, or sorry, yeah, 98-99 for you was like your best year. You had 17 goals, 13 assists, 30 yep. points, and 38 games. You also racked up 235 minutes that year. Yeah. Is, is there something about that year that – was just fucking different. Was it maybe the guys that you were that were on your line made it a little easier for you? Like what made that year just you boom that year? So that that you said ninety eight. I don't even remember my stats. That would have been the year that you guys won the junior C championship. That would have been the year after then. Uh, we won ninety seven, ninety eight. So okay, so yeah, so the year after. Nine, yeah, the year after I uh, I played with uh, two guys, Colton Fredder. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, in Jervé, and um, great players. I mean, Freder, uh continued his career. Um, you know, out in, uh, played uh, school or whatever it was. Yeah. He's out in Europe now. Yeah, he, no plan. I think. No, you know, he's back now. But he played, was he back? Okay. He played uh, Michigan State. Yeah, Michigan State. There and then go. he got drafted to Atlanta Thrashers. And then he was in the AHL for a little bit, and then he went overseas and played. But he's back now. Yeah, so it helps when you got a player like that on center, you know, uh, feeding you uh, the puck when when you're in front of the net and putting mm-hmm. the puck in the net. He's and, so and good. Jer- oh yeah, he was he was a great player, amazing player, and um, Jervy as well. A great great winger, great guy, great individual, and uh, yeah, that I think that year. Uh, I mean, after we won uh, Junior C Great Lakes the year before, you know, we we lost a lot of our players that year, and but we got some uh, good guys coming in. I think it was just you know competing, and we were the the king at the top of the hill, and people wanted to take us down. And you know, I was getting maybe a little more confidence in my game and, and physically, and you know, maybe penalties took over. I know though we had some we had some crazy crazy games in my my uh, complete year. I can tell you that. From, from games uh, where we, uh, I think it, the big matchup was in Moortown. Uh, we had a pregame brawl, um, which was wild. I never, never participated in such a, a freaking circus uh, in, in that event. I think by the time, 
our team got out of the dressing room. Most of us were out of the dressing room. Skating, I skated one lap around our side of the ice. And after coming back towards my net, you know, behind me, I saw some gloves and sticks flying on the ice. And I'm, I looked back and their whole team had lined up on their blue line, helmets, gloves, shoulder or uh, elbow pads off. And they were just coming at us. And, and like, we were like, uh, what the heck's going on here? So <laughs> it, it caught us off guard, off guard, but at the same token, we're looking at the fans. We saw all these fans in the stands. <laughs> we're like, this is Moortown. Who, who shows up for the warm-ups in Moortown? Mm. Um, I remember grabbing uh, one guy and just, you know, it, I think the guy I knew, he was my age, and he said, you want to go? He's like, sure, let's go. We went, you know. Uh, fist for fist, punch, punch for punch, and uh, before you know it, uh, everyone had a partner, and yeah, it was it was it was chaos. We even had guys that didn't even have their, their fully uh, their equipment on, coming one skate on the ice, throwing tape and doing whatever they had to do. Just uh, you know, some guys were just getting bloody to death, and, and others were giving it to them. But yeah, I got kicked out of that game before we even started the game. Fucking that sucks too. Watch the game from the stands. I think four or five of us. Yeah. Because you're in Moortown. Yeah. yeah, you're in the more you're in Moortown, right? But and then it's like, what's it's even like better? Being in Delaware, like hey, we're yeah. in Delaware, fucking Moortown. Yeah, it, it was terrible. And then the, the next game, we had a home and home, so that was that must have been a Saturday night game, and then we had a Tuesday night back in, in Essex, and I didn't finish that game either. Uh, we had about four. I think we had two guys on the bench. By the end of the game, so we 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 had I don't know how many how many fights in that game, but I think within the very first shift we we ran their goalie Sean Ashton ran the goalie, you know line brawl there another couple of line brawls here and there, and before you know it we had like two players on the bench. It, it was chaos. So I, ever since then too we um, we instilled a rule that the the linesmen have to be. Uh, out during the uh, the warmups because we didn't have any referees on the ice when we were in the pregame brawl, yeah. so it was it, it was literally the coaches breaking us up. The coaches <laughs> were trying to break us up. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, it was it was crazy. Is is there any anybody who you wanted to fight that you never got to? And not saying like, oh, I want to fight him now. Just, I mean, someone on the ice that you've seen, like, hey, that guy, you know, could be did it. There, just never... there probably was an instance where I fucking some guy, I don't know, speared me or something like that, and I just wanted to fucking rip the guy's head off, and the guy, you know, didn't want any part of it. But uh, yeah, no, I, not not any big big time. I mean, I I uh, I fought uh, like I said before, Dean Mayran a couple times. He was a tough cookie, tough tough cookie. And, um, yeah, there's a few other guys that uh, early on in, in my career that were pretty big boys and, you know, we went toe-to-toe. -to -toe. But, um, yeah, I would say there wasn't one guy, like, there wasn't a heavyweight in the, in the, in the league that I didn't fight. Mm -hmm. But everyone, everyone that wanted. Did you, did you enjoy it, Dave? Did What's you that? enjoy the fighting? You know what? Did I, you enjoy the fighting? I did. I, I did, but at a younger age. Um, just because it got the adrenaline going, like I said before. Um, at the same token, though, you know, through through the years, it 
it got to me like, hey, you know, I I got to think team first and, and not take stupid penalties and, and do some of that shit. So I I try to ma- I, I matured I guess over time and you know try to think uh, think team first and being stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, no, I you know I, I loved uh, I love getting rough with. Uh, whether it's you know big hits in the corner or if it's uh, you know a big fight, you know I I, I I like that kind of stuff. It was it was good. I I wasn't I can't, I can't say I was a Bob Prober or, or one of those other guys that just like lived on. That wasn't that wasn't me. I was first for, foremost winning the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to I wanted to win the game, win it for the team, score goals, whatever it took to to win the game. But at, at the same token, if I needed to fight someone because someone you know fucked ran over one of our guys or disrespected someone, you know, I was, I was stepping up and, and doing my thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Nice. And actually, on I'll, that I'll, note, sorry, Rob, I was just going to ask something real quick on that note, yep. just because I was just going to say, cause you're saying that role and everything, but, but not a lot may know is your last year you wore the C, didn't you? Yep. Yep. I, um, how cool is that? I was presented to see. It was really cool. Um, I think uh, there were several. Like I played, uh, I played junior C most of my 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 career. I did uh, play up a bit. I played uh, Leamington and and tried out for the Bulldogs one year and tried out for uh, Lancers. And when I when I was told, especially for Lancers, that I was going to be fourth line, I said, you know what? I'd rather I'd rather go play full time with the junior C team and and actually uh, know that we're competing for uh, for a championship. So when I came back, I, uh, I got presented to see uh, by Porosky. Uh, the team, uh, he consulted the team and everyone said, yeah, Sternbauer deserves it. And um, I uh, very much appreciated that. And we, uh, that year we actually went all the way to the, uh, the Great Lakes again, well, won the Great Lakes and we actually uh, won all Ontario that year. So that was my uh, my last year in, in junior hockey. I could have came back another year, but uh, I decided to, uh, to hang up the skates and let uh, some other guys, uh, you know, carry on the tradition of winning. So mm-hmm. it was really cool, though. Mm-hmm. Really. Cool. What a way to go, out. Rob. What were you gonna say? Sorry, man. Well, no, you just keep asking questions. I'll fucking sit back here, or whatever. <laughs> well, I was trying to leak because it was in the something. I didn't want to venture too far off of that. What uh, uh, th- what was the biggest goal you ever scored? <laughs> uh, I would say my biggest goal. <laughs> my biggest goal was the year we won Great Lakes uh, in uh, 97-98. So actually, there's two big goals I had. One was uh, the biggest was when we won the championship. I, I won the uh, or I won. I scored the goal. Uh, literally four minutes. Yeah. <laughs> With literally three, four minutes left in the game to uh, to, to, to put us ahead. And then uh, we secured uh, that series in five games against Waldenburg. Uh, so that was that was a huge uh, for me. I mean, I was like 10, 16 years old. And um, there was another goal I had was triple overtime. I remember uh, triple overtime in the playoffs against uh, Moortown. And, uh, you know, I got a pass from uh, Chris Mazer. My centerman at the at that time, and um, yeah, that was that was a, a huge goal too for me. Mm-hmm. Those crowds in Essex, that, yeah. That was Craig's question. He said, "Ask him about the biggest goal he ever scored." Yeah, 
<laughs> wouldn't, yeah, wouldn't give me any dirt on him. Nobody give me any dirt on you because they're all afraid of you. <laughs> would you? <laughs> yeah, of course I would. <laughs> That's hilarious. I can run a lot faster scared than he can mad. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a fast runner, but my reach is good. So if I get you, <laughs> I know. I'll keep my distance. You don't want my paws on your neck. <laughs> <laughs> if you get in a 13 foot radius of him, you're in trouble. Yeah. He's going to have those arms out grabbing you. Yeah. That's funny. And uh, do you know that we have something in common? What's that? 1987, you won most improved player for uh, the 73s. <laughs> 1987? Nine, nine, 1997, sorry. Oh, Did I say 87? Yeah, yeah. I, thought you said, I thought you right. said 87. 97. You and uh, Livingston, Matt Livingston. Most improved or not most valuable? Most improved. Most improved. Yeah, sure, yeah. I got the same award with Big V. <laughs> Big V. When I was playing house league yeah, with like, Big V, I got the same. Most improved player. So, so most improved player. You know, it's they, an honor. They, it's an honor to be surrounded they, by greatness, isn't it? And they, they have to hand it out to someone, right? So, oh, what yeah. better to hand it out to yeah. you? Well, I look sad all the time, right? So they had to give it to me. Holy fuck, man! Rob, you caught me off guard with that one. I just because I'm like, what could you guys possibly fucking have in common when it comes to your hockey? And then you draw. Well, it that. isn't height, that's for sure. That Did you you own skate? Do you skate gold. or? Who's that, Rob? Rob. Oh yeah, I used to. Oh. They were the the double bladed. Uh, you know, you type them over your shoes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Remember those old ones? That's gold. Yeah, I, Rob, I can't even breathe right now. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> oh my god, that was good. Hey Dave, I gotta ask you, who's who this year wins it all? Who's gonna win the cup? For NHL. Uh you know, Colorado looks uh looks damn good. Um I I didn't watch too much of the regular season, but McKinnon, man, that guy is fast. He, oh, he's so he's good. Awesome. Same with uh, Ratnan and, and Landis Cog, all those guys. Those guys are really, really good players. You know, they just, you know, they had to learn some of the uh, tough lessons of playoff hockey, losing out in the early rounds the last few years. But I, I think they got what it takes to, to win. I mean, they don't have a – I know that it's not for sure yet, but I'm sure Vegas will get past first round with Minnesota. But they'll have a tough, tough next round, mm. most likely, with, uh, with Vegas. Freaking uh, Kadri there, eh? That was a brutal hit, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> what, what can you say about Kadri? <laughs> <laughs> three Rob. suspensions in three years? I don't know. <laughs> well, at least he's not, with, he's not hurting the Leafs anymore, is he? No. That's <laughs> it. I kind of wish he was there still. Yeah. I really loved him as a Leaf. I loved him. Yeah. Well, but it's I, pretty bad when... Nazem Kadri is your toughest guy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but the you league know. isn't what it used to be. You know, it's 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 really changing, and uh, you know, it's it's changed. I think for for many different reasons, but uh, you know, that I, I feel like it's a cycle. I think you're going to go through a cycle. You had it with Gretzky when Gretzky came on board, right? You got you had the young speed with him, and then all of a sudden you needed forces to protect those guys. So, you know, I, I think it's there for for a good reason. Uh, 
you know, you need those tough guys to keep you guys uh, in line. Because mm-hmm. you get guys like, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Marshan and, and those type of guys. The rats. Like the little, yeah, they get a little carried away. And, um, yeah, from time to time, you need to put them in their place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, those guys drive me nuts, man. Yeah. Hey, Rob. Shoot. You should ask him a question. No, I'm going to leave it for the end. I'm going to leave it for the end. So oh. I got another question for you. If Dave, if there was any rule that you would like to see changed in the NHL, what, what, what would it be? Uh, fuck. Uh, what rule would change? Good, good question, Rob. <laughs> Get rid of the freaking trapezoid. Yeah, I hate that. Too. I, I think so, they're... Uh, let the goalies play. Let them do what they want to do. And if they get wait. hit, if they get hit in the process, so be it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was just gonna say. I was waiting for you to say the instigator rule. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, they've always had the instigator rule, but um, yeah, they maybe right. enforce a little bit more than they used to in the past. But now, if you get it, what about the puck? You get two, glass? five, and a ten. Is that what it is now? Yeah, well, then get yeah. rid of that. Mm-hmm. One. What about what about the puck over the glass? Yeah, that's that's stupid. I'm kind of okay with that one though. It, it, yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it. I think I think sometimes they they go a little overboard. I mean, you get rushed on a play where you're supposed to, you know, you're trying to play it off the glass, and you know what I mean. Like even if you get bumped while you're doing it, it still goes over the glass. It it it's still a penalty. Yeah. There was one of these games in the playoffs that I was watching that someone swatted the puck out of the midair and it it swatted out over the glass and it was they called it a penalty. I mean, I, I Hall. Just, yeah, was it Hall? It was Hall the other night. Toronto got yeah. three of them, three three dumping the pucks over the glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's getting a little carried away, but they want they want offense in the game, right? So just take the pads down a bit and make them that bigger. Maybe that'll help out. <clears throat> <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't want. I, I I wouldn't want less padding as a goalie with the with the way the sticks are nowadays. Like that, that's fucking yeah. insane. No, I, what, I'm not saying say less pads or uh, thinner pads. Just not as wide the uh, goalie pads, make them a little uh, narrower. Okay. I mean, these days you compare the goaltender equipment to the day when uh, even in the '80s, mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. it's the same day. Joey Garon goalie pads. <laughs> when they soaked up all the ice and water. <laughs> oh, yeah, and they're like 18 pounds by the end of the game. Freaking 20 pounds of that. I remember we had, uh, in the playoffs, uh, in 97-98, we had, uh, in the finals against Wolfsburg, their goaltender, literally his his pads were the same as, as they were long in, in width. And these really? pads, like, the guy couldn't even do a butterfly. They were so wide. Uh, he actually called uh, – Garrett called the penalty <laughs> and he actually had to, to pull him out of the, of the game in uh, <laughs> two minutes. For I still remember that. But that call's never – rarely ever made on, on, on that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Not not since uh, – not since Gretzky or uh, – what is it? The, in the Kings in the finals – or in the semifinals against the Leafs. Or, what was it, 93? When they, they called the other – Yeah, 92. Play. 92, 93. No, it was 93 yeah. when they called the stick thing. Yeah. The Habs did it to McSorley, right? Wasn't it, wasn't it, uh, 
Kings and, and Maple Leafs? Or was I it? Uh, I thought it was the Habs. Or was it in the finals with the Habs? Yeah, I think, I think it was the finals. I think it was the finals, and the Habs freaking called it out. Yeah, maybe it was. Maybe it was. So. Yeah, it was nuts, man. I was like, whoa, that's a bold move. Yeah, yeah, that's bold. And these day, this day and age, look, you see these sticks. There's no way they're passing the uh, <laughs> anymore. Do you see the lacrosse Bobby stick. Bobby's is ridiculous. It's a banana. <laughs> I don't know. How yeah. the hell do you shoot with that thing? I don't know. Yeah. No, he does a pretty good job doing it. So, Dave, like, who would who would you consider your best teammate growing up? Uh, at any age, at any age. Best teammate growing up. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, it must be Gerard, right? Playing with. I don't know. I'm asking you. Must be with. Must be Craig. Growing up, we played. Uh, we played in the same line uh, and travel for a couple of years. So he was my line mate. I was a centerman. So uh, I would say it must be Craig since I'm still best friends with the, uh, the bud since uh, he's been sticking out with me for, for many years. Okay, but, uh, now give us some dirt on him because he ain't going to beat you up. So. <laughs> no, I can't do that to him. He, 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 oh, why do we do this podcast? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. No, I'm betting his horse shit. It's funny. No, he's, he's a good boy, good man. He's a great guy, yeah. I yeah. love hearing his stories because he's a great storyteller, but for he sure. won't tell any about you, for fuck's sakes, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I know, we always ask him, like, always asking him stuff every time. Yeah. That's All right, it. so who was the, who who had the most, in your career, who had the most inspiration inspirational speech? Where are you guys coming like, up? That got everybody jacked. Like it could coach, it's, it's Rob. player, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> is this is it, does Rob ask this question every uh, every interview? No, or? you're gonna get that one later. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll finish off with that one. <laughs> Who had the, the the most inspirational speeches in my career? Uh, I, I I don't. You know, back in then, I don't remember them being so inspirational, but I remember a lot of a lot of objects being thrown and <laughs> cursing and yelling. I mean, you know what? I take that back. There, there was one coach that he got fired up somehow, some way. It, it inspired the team. Uh, I think his name was Sean Tiffin. He was a short guy, round, but he was a great coach. I don't know if you know the guy. But he, he coached with uh, with with, um, with Garrett for a bit, from what I remember. Les Garrett, and uh, he was a good guy. Les Les was a great guy too. Mm -hmm. Great. He uh, he 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 would get you fired up too. Um, yeah, there there was all kinds of uh, uh, different variety of coaches, uh, getting different styles, getting you fired up. I remember Mike Mike Gomes, another good guy. I still play see him from time to time. He coached me that that second year. He was more well reserved, but then whenever shit hit the fan, he would he would blow a gasket when he needed to. So mm -hmm. <laughs> you needed that shit because uh, you know otherwise uh, you know it puts you in place somewhat. Okay, so now I saw a picture of a Joe Thornton beard that you were growing. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> Can we put it on uh, your pictures for the for the podcast? <laughs> you guys, you guys should have got me uh, back in November. I had that that thing. I hadn't shaved my uh, my beard since it was the start of COVID. Yeah, until Christmas morning. It had to have been down to here. It was. It was that. It was down there. It was, it was huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, wife didn't appreciate it, but uh, <laughs> it was it was good. And I told her, it was a cheap uh, cheap Christmas gift. I told her I said I'll I'll get rid of the beard, and that's your Christmas gift. So that's what I did. At Christmas. Oh, party. That's, you're a sweetheart. <laughs> yeah, I gotta I gotta make her happy from time to time. So. All right. So last question. Yep. Um. So the baseball players have their walk up songs. If they took out that horn and played a goal scoring song, what would your goal scoring song have been? Great question, Rob. <laughs> song? Oh, I don't know. Just uh, yeah, I don't know. I uh, I never I never was a big music guy, so I, I'm a I'm a farm boy, man. Like, what, we don't listen to fucking music other than in the red track. solo cup. <laughs> I fill you up. Let's have a party. Oh, yeah. No, I was not a country boy by any means, but uh, yeah, I know something to do with ACDC, fucking something hard, Thunderstruck or Metallica. I was I was a big uh, Metallica, Nirvana fan growing up in the day, but uh, I don't have it anymore with four girls and a wife. That that stuff is kind of out, out the door. And, now, yeah, now now you're like Katy Perry and Pink and uh, oh, for sure, Katy Perry, Pink and. I don't know, whatever else they can Taylor think. Swift. Taylor Swift, yeah. Rihanna, I don't know. Whatever else you can think of. <laughs> Life with girls. The hey, biggest, the biggest teddy bear dad. Could you imagine going to pick one of the girls up for a date and he he's at the door? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't mind if I just try and squeeze around you here, sir? <laughs> Just trying to get and by. he's just looking down at you. He's the whole door. He's no, I'd like you to crawl between my legs and get in the house. <laughs> I feel sorry for the first guy that tries to date one of my daughters. I, I don't I think over time I'll probably maybe loosen up a bit, but uh yeah, it won't be it won't be easy for that fucker. <laughs> All they're gonna have to do is see you and it's it's gonna be dialed in, so you're not even gonna yeah, have to <laughs> 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 They're not dating anybody. Yeah, that's so. Oh funny. yeah, we'll see. You know how that works. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave. Honestly, man, this has been great. It's been a long time coming, man. Uh, finally, finally got you on. I'm so happy we did it. It's been, uh, it's been good, man. I just want to wish you all the best moving forward, and hopefully, when all this COVID crap is over with, we can have some beers. Sounds good. I, uh, I would enjoy that. I would love to uh, have a few beers with you guys and get back to the normal normalcy that we're missing here so mm -hmm. uh, definitely best of luck for you guys and uh hopefully this doesn't uh deter your uh, your fan base after this, <laughs> this. <laughs> we really yeah, appreciate yeah. you coming on dave and uh helping us out with the podcast it means a lot to us so for sure yeah no problem i'm there to to help out the the hometown uh, folks here so any awesome. day any day thank you
and there he is, everybody. Mr. David Sternbauer, that guy. He was funny, man. Your metal thing fucking killed you. Caught me. You even caught me off guard with the whole metal thing. That was fucking great. The SO metal. Oh my god, that was fantastic. Great stuff, Rob. I I, I freaking said to you. I said that was probably one of the funniest things you've ever done on this show. Hey, he even asked me if I knew how to skate. I said, <laughs> I yeah, I, I do those strap up skates. You know that yeah. uh, you got the double blades on. Yeah. Oh man, I was killer on those. That was fun. So shout out to Dave. Thanks, buddy. You're a beaut. We'll have. Yeah, we really well, appreciate you coming on and uh, helping us out. Yeah, it was awesome. Let's let's have a couple soon. Yeah, and we'll have to get his brother on too. Yeah, yeah, we can definitely do that. Um, so Rob, I want to talk to you a little bit about just some of the routes that some of these teams would have to take in order to get to the Stanley Cup. Like, it's like it's pretty much it's like all the big dogs left kind of you know what i mean so let's just say let's just say toronto makes it through toronto makes it through they're gonna they're gonna line up with winnipeg if they make it through winnipeg they would then have to play the winner of colorado or vegas to get to the stanley cup fuck that is a tough route (laughs) a very tough route so Ooh, you think they can do it, man? If they get through game seven, have in mind, we're recording Sunday night. So yeah. do you think any of those teams right there can get through Winnipeg and Colorado or Vegas? Well, if if, if they get past that, you get Johnny T back. Mm-hmm. I think they have a much better chance playing Winnipeg than Montreal does. Yes. I really do. I agree with uh, you. Montre- uh, Winnipeg is 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 three lines deep, hands down, and their and their fourth line is just a crushing line. Like they just mm-hmm. go out and wheel and and smash you into dust. So that being said, Toronto really has to step this up. Like it, it's almost like they've never been in the playoffs. Like mm-hmm. I don't I don't get it. They are not playing playoff hockey. You know where guy touches a puck, you bury him. What I don't understand is what is a cross check anymore? I don't understand it. You watch Montreal in front of their net. If there ain't five cross checks for anybody standing in front of that net, there isn't one. Oh, yeah. I don't fly. see Toronto being that aggressive. Like Thunder to the ice. They, they don't, they're not calling it. So fucking mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. Cross check everybody. Yeah. Oh, I know. Why wouldn't you? I don't know. <laughs> and, and, you know, like, I've heard a few people say, oh, Montreal's so dirty, they're cross-checking like that. Well, if they're letting it go, why isn't Toronto doing the same thing? Mm-hmm. You're, well, you're not you're not winning, Well, if you let's know. Just, uh, maybe we'll do, like, if, if, if Toronto loses or whatever and Vegas loses, maybe for the semifinals or whatever, me and you will throw up another one. We'll start a fresh one. We'll start a fresh bet. Okay, well, we'll have to pick a number between yeah. one. Yeah, but we'll two. let's see what happens with the with the like Leafs game first, and then and then we'll uh, we'll like figure everything out. But like on the other side, do you think like? Oh, obviously, I think the Lightning are going to go into the semifinals, and then they're. I would like to see the Lightning and Boston play each other personally. I would like that. I think that it would be a rough and tough series. I bet there'd be a couple scraps in that series too. Would probably be good. What do you think? So the lightning, the light. So it, 
So that's what the other series would be like. So in on the other side, if uh, Boston knocks off the Islanders, which I think they will, and the Lightning knock off Carolina, which I think they will, it will be a Boston Carolina in the semifinals, or sorry, well, conference finals. I can't count Carolina out, though. No, I know. That's the thing. I've, and I, I, I totally understand how fucking great uh, Tampa Bay is. Yeah. But Rod the Bod, he, he's got that team wheeling, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, and they had a tough series, you know. Like, I get it. But, yeah, it, it does look like that's who it's going to be, Tampa Bay and Boston. Yeah, but the part that sucks though is let's say Carolina beats them, then you got to go through Boston too to get to get right. to the Stanley Cup, and then you're not even. It's tough. And then you can end up with Colorado. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know, man. It's going to be nasty. But Colorado is looking good. They're worrying me. I'll tell you that. So they're looking real good right now, as always. Oh, they fucking always do. On that note, do you uh, do you have anything else that you want to talk about? Or are you good to go? No, I'm good to go. Beauty. I'm so tired. everybody enjoy game seven. Well, I hope you enjoyed game seven by the time you hear this now. And uh, we will talk to everybody next week with lots more roundup on the playoffs. So until then, Aunt Rob, we're signing off. We're out of here. See ya. Go Leafs. Yeah, I can get behind.